Hello. Welcome to Real Talk with Rin. And Ray. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Um, we just want to start out and apologize for not getting this episode out earlier this week. Um, we usually release on Sundays, but obviously it is Wednesday today. I don't even know what our excuse is. Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, life. Yeah, basically that's it. <laughs> but we're doing this episode and then we will be releasing another one this upcoming Sunday as well. So stay tuned for that. You'll get doubled feature this week and we'll try to be more consistent, but just stick with us. We're still learning. We're still moving forward where our goal is to just be consistent. So babe, do you want to tell them what this episode is about today? All right. Tis the season of love friends and family. So with this, with Valentine's Day just passing us by, we decided to do something that went along with love. And honestly, our story of how we met is pretty dank. So <laughs> do people even still use that word I anymore? So. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's my moment of trying to be cool. But our story of how we met and came together is really remarkable. And since Valentine's Day just passed us by, we want to tell you the unfiltered true story with all the details of how we've met. Now, some of you know this story, but you don't know it in depth and very seldom people know all these details that we're about to share in this episode. <laughs> so I'm going to share my side of the story first, and then we'll hear Ray's side of the story. Yeah, the true story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, kind of a backstory. I'm from upstate New York. Um, Ray and I are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So when guys turn 18, they have the choice to serve a mission. And when women uh, turn 19, they also have an opportunity to serve a mission for our church and just spread um, joy, the gospel of Jesus Christ, uplift people, serve people. And so when I was 19... I was called to serve in the Utah Provo mission. And so Ray is from Utah. He's from a small little town called Huntington, Utah. Tell us where that's at, babe, because I doubt people know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the middle of nowhere. So Utah is the middle of nowhere already. And Huntington is the middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you, The only reason to go to Huntington is to go through it. Uh, to go to another place. <laughs> but no, it, it's great. Um, it's it, down south. It is the Middle East of Utah, yeah. as funny as that sounds. Um, it's it's like a desert wasteland. If you know where to look, it is very beautiful. And luckily, uh, my stepfamily has lived there for multiple generations. 
So they know the beautiful spots, they know the advantages and the pros. And honestly, it it, it was a great place to to grow up. I'll I'll say that. And I won't say that too much. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> but it literally is such a small town. There's one stoplight in the whole county. Yeah, and we just got that. Not too long ago. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so I on a mission for our church, you get you get called to this big area. You get switched around to a lot of places. So the first place that I stayed at was in Provo, Utah. I served on the college campus of BYU. And that was my first area. Met some great people. Still keep in touch with them today. And then my second area was this small little town called Huntington, Utah. And I just remember driving and driving and driving and driving and had no idea where we were going. But I absolutely loved, loved, loved this town. I remember driving in and just saying, oh my gosh, I already love it. Which is so odd for me. Because when Rin told me that <laughs> Huntington was her favorite area, I'm like, of course she's going to say that. I'm from there. She wants me to like her. <laughs> but well, to I, this day, it's your favorite area, which... I just felt like the people were just so humble so generous and giving and like even now like going back and visiting people are still like that and your family was one of them so ray's family is from there and as a missionary we get fed a lot um and his mom and his step family and siblings fed us a few times when i was there so that's how i first met his family but Ray was not there at the time. He was serving his own mission in Northern California. So you, I didn't even meet you when I was there as a missionary, which is kind of crazy. I remember seeing your picture on the wall where it has all your siblings. And I don't even know. I probably was like, oh, wow. like he's Who's cute. that hunk on oh, that my wall? Gosh. Yeah. A lot of people think that. So it's, it's okay. fine. You're so <laughs> humble. <laughs> But no, honestly, like, I just loved your hometown. Like, I loved your family. But it was just my second area. Like, um, I had another, like, 10 months or so to go. So I wasn't really thinking of anything. I'm sure your mom made a comment of, like, oh, my cute son is on a mission, too. Like, you should write him. Like, all this stuff. But still being new out. I didn't think anything of it. And then I got moved to a bunch of other different areas. I was back in like kind of central Utah, northern Utah, all over. But literally Huntington was my favorite area and I always wanted to get sent back there. So the last place I got sent to was um, I was just finishing up. I was almost at my 18 months. The last few months of my mission, I got sent not back to Huntington, but like the town right next to it. So Castledale, Farron, Emory, that little strip right there. I served there. So it's literally right next to Huntington, huh? And so served there for a bit. And it was like my last, well, no. So I, all the places that you go, you just like meet a bunch of different people. You just gain this love for them in my last area and like 
it was a small town called Orangeville, which was near Castledale. I met um, this super cute family and still love the mom today. But she kept trying to set me up with her son. And it turns out to be Ray's friend from high school. Right? Yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so we're not going to use real names. We'll call my... And I I almost say he was almost my best friend in high school. So it was not this kid who I was a, was a mere acquaintance. Me and this kid, we'll call him Tommy. Tommy and I were tight. <laughs> Tommy and I were tight. And we we still are today. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Got really close to this family. Ended up meeting her son. He, like, came back home from his mission. The same time you did. I never met you as, when I was a missionary. But you, like, came back when I was almost finishing up. He, your friend came back when I was almost done. Anyways, his mom was super persistent on setting us up and like when I got done my mission for us to go out. So there was that. And I was, I thought he was cute. I was into him. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, a handsome man. Yeah. And so didn't think much of it. Was still doing the Lord's work, going out doing what I had to do. And it was the last week as um, a missionary. And there was this other family that I knew that wanted us to take us out to eat. And your mom and stepdad own a restaurant in Huntington. And um, this one family brought us to your parents' restaurant. And I saw your mom and I hadn't seen her in a while because it's been a hot second. It was probably like 10 months or so. And she saw me and she knew exactly who I was. And she's like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And she found out that I was going home soon. She's like, I have to set you up with my cute son. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are up with all these moms? (laughs) (laughs) There was, oh my gosh, there was this one lady that I found. And she found out that I was going home. And she was like, you're going home. That's perfect. I have a son. He's just got divorced. He has three kids. And I was like, wasn't he also in his 30s too? I think so. I was like, I'm okay. Honestly, babe, you settled for me. That guy, he has it all. You know, recently divorced. (laughs) Three stepkids already. I mean, he has 10 plus years on you. I'm okay. I am so glad I sure? got you. I'm positive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. I, I don't even know this guy. He's probably a wonderful man. Sweet spirit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, talking to your mom. So sweet. So my plan was I was going to go back to New York to um, my family And stayed there. And then I applied to school back in Utah. So I was going to stay home for two weeks. And then go back out to Utah to register for classes. Go to school. Everything like that. So that's why your mom was like, you need to go out with my kids. And in case 
We have new listeners who this is their first episode. Where's your home again? Malone, New York. Upstate New York. Malone, New York. Yeah, quite a bit away from Utah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, that all happened. Long story short, went home, came back, and your mom was so persistent. Like, I love your mom. She, so grateful for her. So grateful that she just kept chipping away. Like, oh, she's a chipper, all right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's like, you were like a, a tree and she was like a woodpecker. She just kept chipping at you until you broke. I, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> sure. That's a good analogy. She could sell paper to Dwight Schrute. She probably could, honestly. Yeah. I could see it. Your mom She's very persistent. is an amazing woman. She yeah. really is. And so I I don't remember when it was. I think it was around Christmas time. She kept messaging me. She was so sweet. She knew that like I was in Utah. I didn't have like any like family around. So she would invite me like Thanksgiving for Christmas, all that. But um yeah, she was like, Can I have your number to give to my son? And I was like, okay, here's my number. And yeah, I think it took a little bit for you to text me, right? Well, it did because I had a girlfriend at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I was staying faithful. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Which I'll get into in my side of the story. So it did take a bit for me to text her in. There was no overlapping, no overlapping whatsoever. So that's why it took a bit. That's true. So, gave her my number, took a little bit for you to text me, and then you texted me, and it was, like, so random. You're like, hey, this is Raymond, Sarah Gordon's daughter, (laughs) (laughs) son. And I was like, I don't even know what to say to that. Do I just say cool? Do I say, (laughs) I hear everybody loves Raymond? From the TV show, oh but you gosh. obviously did not watch that, so it was just funny. I don't. I think it took me a few days to reply, right? Yeah, it did. Because I just did not know what to say. So we texted for a little bit, kind of died off, and then somehow we like ended up reconnecting. But that's basically how we met in that sense. So I want to hear your side. Okay. Yeah. So we, we're going to end our story right before our first date because honestly, our first date could take up a whole nother episode. It was an amazing time, but we're not getting into that right now. Rin, you did a great job explaining that story. I would say most of that is truthful. Most? And that's great for your track record of oh truth telling. Wonderful it job. It probably seemed pretty like all over the place so sorry if it did not make sense (laughs) you just woke up from a 12 hour nap oh my gosh no oh okay never mind 12 minutes that was the other day 12 minutes oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i just okay so i was in california serving a mission for my church and the first i don't know if you would even call this interaction the first time i ever saw rin was my mom sent me an email of all these missionaries that she fed recently and in there in that email there's a picture there's a couple guys a couple girls 
One thing stood out in that picture. This very good looking guy. Guy. Well, that too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was Rin. Rin was in this picture as a sister missionary. And by golly, she was beautiful. Do you remember what I was wearing? You were wearing, I think, um, a peach dress with stripes on it. Was I? I think so. We'll have some... to find this picture. Yeah, we will. It. We will. We'll find this picture and post it. But I remember thinking, wow, that's such a beautiful, beautiful girl. But I'm never going to see her because she's in Utah. She's probably from some random place. Exotic. Exotic. Malone. And I thought nothing of it. Anyway, I get home. I'm hanging out with my friend Tommy, who's that's not his real name, but for confidentiality purposes, we're naming him Tommy. So Tommy and I are hanging out. And up to this point, my mom being the very persistent lady she is, she's telling me, Raymond, there's this really cute sister missionary named Sister Skank, because that's Rin's last maiden name, unfortunately. That was my maiden name, yep. <laughs> she's like, you have to ask her out. She's very pretty. She's very cute. And I was not for it. My mom was being very pushy and persistent, so I wasn't for it. Anyway, Tommy and I are hanging out, and he tells me, Ray, I am so excited for October. I'm like, Tommy, why are you so excited for October? He's like, that's when Sister Skank is coming home. And and when he said that, even though um, my mom has been trying to set me up with Rin, when he said that, I still kind of felt like, oh, crap. My really good friend's going after her. Even though I told my mom I didn't want to, deep down I kind of wanted to. <laughs> but you never want to do something that your parents are telling you what to do. Anyway, Tommy told me that and my heart sunk. I'm like, it's whatever. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> uh, fast forward, Wyatt. <laughs> Crap. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, that was his middle name. <laughs> I wish we were videoing this because Raymond's eyes got so huge. So huge. Tommy doesn't want his middle name known. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, go on, go Tommy on. Tommy would... Tommy and I were in Orem at the time, Orem, Utah, and he would disappear to go back to Orangeville um, almost every weekend. Turns out he was hanging out with his mom and sister Skank. Do you remember that? Yeah, when Wyatt would. When, when Tommy. Excuse me, there's something wrong with this microphone. When Tommy would come home, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. It was like the beginning of October and we went over to Tommy's house and we carved pumpkins with his mom and his dad and everybody. So it was nothing like crazy. Like it wasn't just one-on-one. -on -one. Like he was, I was under the impression like, oh, he's just there visiting his mom. His mom invited us over, but knowing his mom, she was, she was trying. 
She was pulling some strings. Yeah, and Tommy was being very stealthy about this. Um, the fact that he would drive multiple hours almost each weekend to go hang out with the girl instead of hang out with the bros baffles me. And so <laughs> anyways, he Tommy takes Rin out on a date eventually. Oh, after I got home. After you got yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast forward. I got home. done with my mission, went back to New York, came back to Utah, and we went out on a date. Yes. Yeah, we went to IHOP. Yes. I remember uh, Tommy was so excited <laughs> to go out with Rin, and after after their day, things just didn't work out between the two. Um, things kind of fizzled according to my understanding. Yeah. 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 And I think there was some other stuff going on, but it just fizzled. It just fizzled. It's like a little fizzle. Anyways, I was with uh, an, in a relationship at this time, but my mom, the persistent woodpecker she is, <laughs> would keep chipping at me this time. She wouldn't chip a rent anymore. She was chipping at me. And I would have to reiterate, Mom, I have an official girlfriend. I am committed. Why are you trying to make me go out and take this other girl out and cheat on my girlfriend? Like, what the heck? She's like, oh, that's fine. That's what you kids do these days. <laughs> More or less her words. She's so funny. Yeah. Eventually, uh, my girlfriend and I broke it off. It, it kind of fizzled out as well. It was for the best. Rin and her, uh, not boyfriend, but her man, their relationship fizzled out. It was and my boyfriend. It was your boyfriend? Okay, it yeah. It was, yeah. So Rin had a boyfriend. That fizzled out. I had my girlfriend. That fizzled out. It wasn't for each other. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. But these fizzles happened the same time and there was i remember like that happened and then like at least for me like there were like people that go out on dates in between and i was just getting like sick of it like i just felt like i was just going out on all these dates and i just had to be a certain person like i had to put up these fronts i had like on both sides like i could tell the other person was just like fake i had felt like i had to be fake and I was just sick of it because I would try to be myself. But when I was, that's when, like, the guys would just stop talking to me or, like, it just went bad. And so by the time I was like, okay, I'm going to give this guy a shot talking about Ray and going to go on a date with him. I was like, I'm not going to be fake. I'm going to be exactly who I am. And if he doesn't like it, too bad. Like. If this has potential here, like he better know what he's getting into. And I love that mentality. That was exactly mine as well. Up to this point, I was hanging out with this girl quite regularly, but I felt some distance. I felt that she was still wearing part of a mask. Yeah. I still had a bit of a mask on myself, and I was sick and tired of holding back who I truly was. It's crazy. Rin felt the exact same way. So that prepared us for our first date. Our first, I'm not going to go into it, but our first date was amazing. Rin and I were completely ourselves. 
because yeah. um, I eventually did text Rin. <laughs> I got the number from my mom. We ghosted each other. I forget. It's a argument on who ghosted each other first. I'm just really bad at texting. Sure, whatever. Well, I was a lot better back then. Now I'm even more yeah. terrible. But yeah, we ghosted each other. We did. <laughs> one of us ghosted our one first. Got a text a couple weeks later. Yeah. The other ghosted them. It just didn't click Some, right away. Exactly. It and had then, to take time. Yeah. And then we went on our first date. We were both fed up with being fake. And on our first date, we were... We were organic we were original we were ourselves yeah and that made the best date of all time a story i hope i can share with you for those who haven't heard it for those who have but haven't heard everything about it it was quite remarkable it was so sweet um raymond for our first christmas he actually wrote me a book of our first date and that's super cute so maybe we can use some of that on another it's so cheesy it's so cute but maybe we should go through and find like Excerpts. quotes yeah yeah to quote raymond brazier from his book <laughs> i'm an author guys pretty wanna be yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway that is our story of how we met and it probably did not make sense to many of you and that's okay because it's our story yeah and it was probably all over the place, so we if, do apologize. <laughs> if you do have questions, contact us somehow yeah. and ask us. We love talking about our first date, how we met. It reinvigorates our passion, our love for each other. And I'm really excited that we're able to share this with you during this love season. <laughs> Also, I wanted to point out we did change the name of our podcast to Real Talk with Ren and Ray. And Ray. And you can also follow us on Instagram. We have our own Instagram page at Ren and Ray Adventures. And we're hoping to post more on that. We started that back when we were in Utah. But now that we're in North Carolina, we just haven't as much. A lot has happened. But we're hoping to post more on that. So give us a follow. We'll keep you updated. And we'll catch you on the next episode.